seem like something you might like more than me. So this is where we, you know, our skeletal staff, and we're going to do uh, the full-blown let's podcast, let's Instagram, let's do all this fun stuff all at the same time. Sure. Yeah? I saw a good meme today where uh, it was a beer glass, and the entire theme was entire thing was foam except for the very bottom and it said if two if 2016 was a beer (laughs) total foam a bit uh vapid is that the term yeah all right so what is this called lexical lexical from Pollyanna. let's do that ish um I think I told you I just met one of my... Li- it's the first time I've ever joined somebody in a business meeting. He goes, are you Sean from the podcast? No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. And he recognized go, your voice? He goes, oh, yeah. I cry with you guys every week. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I think he's, uh, a, we're Craig's an informal... Uh, now that we're, we're only doing a pre-roll here, we're an informal IBM support group. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Craig is a very good guy. He seemed yeah. like a good guy. I, I'm sorry I couldn't fix this problem. I, I don't... Seriously? I thought, you know, it's funny. I was telling Dan, I was like, you ever been in this one of these calls where you're like, oh, yeah, this will be easy to fix. He's a moron. <laughs> he just doesn't want to install something. You get on the call and you start that was, talking. That was not pointed at you, Craig. Just saying. No, but you start talking to him in a few seconds. You're like, oh, fuck, he's not a moron. He's not a moron. <laughs> Shit, this is going to be complicated. Because <laughs> you're almost sort of reassured when they're morons because you're like, okay, okay, what do you have wrong? Okay. Absolutely. You know, and then you realize, like, and you can even tell in the small, it's funny, you can tell in the small talk, you know, you're like, oh, shit, this guy is not an idiot. We're screwed. You know? <laughs> um. So, yeah, I could, well, so, you know, I'll have to, I'll, I have to dig deeper. Um. So, Craig, um, I don't know if anybody in this group or this world knows, um, but we we all have we all have worldwide IT guys email addresses. You probably didn't know that. I did um, not know that. But I <laughs> realized I have a worldwide IT guys uh, email address and went to look at it recently and realized that the porn spammers have found me. Oh, okay. Oh, I had no idea, but there they are. And it's a little um, too blue uh, for too blue for the co- podcast. Too blue for the podcast. Well, it's amazing. They apparently think that um, I'm a uh, a dom of sorts because <laughs> <laughs> everything in that world is that way. Yeah. It's like well, what you should do to improve the podcast is you should reply with your work number so that they can leave a voicemail. That gets transcribed by Microsoft uh, voicemail. Oh, that's a brilliant idea. And then we can actually transcribe a porn voicemail that will probably sound like a business call, <laughs> since most business calls sound like a porn voicemail. Um, I would love to do this, Sean, but I just... I, I, you don't want your number my, on that list the, out there my, in my the wife dark may, web? My wife may have found this, and I'm trying to find a way to smooth it over with yep. her, but... Um, no, I, I thought it was kind of comical. Uh, sure so, is. so uh, we are the worldwide IT guys. We are a bit late starting today. We've had a busier day than I ever expected to have. Uh, what are we? Three days before the end of 
uh, our our time this year before yep. we go on break. So we're going to call this a holiday podcast. Why not? Of sorts. Shall we? Yes. Let's do it. Sure. Um, so uh, uh, happy holidays to everybody. We'll, we'll do that again. But um, this is uh, the 21st of December. Um, so I thought we'd start with maybe holiday stories from your past. We're going into the week of holiday. And I've heard from various friends and relatives, yes, relatives, um, that here I am going into my family time and I intend to be drunk from the yeah. next, you know, day sure. through Don't New Don't have to year. wake up early for work, you yeah. know? Have yes. some beers, please. But no, no, no. It's about avoiding the family. Oh, oh, oh yeah. It's about... Yeah, exactly. Many benefits to getting drunk during the holidays. Many benefits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So d- does this group have any decent stories? Uh, I, if you want to start, Dan, you can start. I, I have a few of those too. Wow. Uh, nothing, you know, nothing. Do we have any company stories? Extraordinary. I mean, there was the, the one where, you know, the coworker, um, (laughs) this was at my former place and, um, the guy was overserved and, uh, goes out in a, quite a blizzard and, uh, um, I don't know. I don't even remember what set him off, but uh, yeah, um, there you go. Um, it was exciting for the time. I was yeah. I was probably twenty something at the time, and I probably never comprehended someone getting that drunk. I remember you and I were together during a holiday. Was this a wedding that we went to where we end up in suits pushing your car in a snowstorm? What was that event that we were at? It had to be like it, it was wow. Yanko's wedding or Oh yeah, yeah. Um yeah, so it was yeah, there was a wedding. So the reception da- was uh back at the bride's house. Uh she was a, uh, essentially a child bride. Um and uh Dan's piece of shit. What was that? A Toyota Avalon? It, it wasn't my car. It was actually uh I think um our buddy Jim's car. And um, there, oh, oh, that was later. I, I, I gotcha, I gotcha. <laughs> Toyota Avalon. But, is but what we're leaving. We're leaving the. We're leaving the reception, and my buddy Jim's car. And then you know there was just general busyness around the car. I don't recall being drunk at all. No, but, um, not you. But the brother of the bride said, "Oh, is everybody okay? I saw somebody throw up." And it was like, dude, nobody threw up. It was just you know. Putting things in the car it was just general business. They but just assumed this was a very cold night. Though later on, we we continued the party be, be beyond the reception because I think the reception was dry. As a matter of fact, um, she was a child. She was a child. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, yeah, uh, uh, found on road dead is the uh, acronym of Ford. And um, yeah, the the green LTDs. I think it was a. This 77 LTD. It couldn't handle that cold. This that was it was the LTD. This yeah. was my recollection. Yeah. Here I am, you know, pretty much a kid myself, right? But this was a child bride, child wedding, and I don't get dressed up for anything. And here I am in a suit, and I look over, and these assholes are going. Somebody's got to push. 
and it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking what a Ford LTD is. I've never seen that. You've before. never seen a Ford LTD? Uh, no, oh a, a Ford LTD was. And my dad had old cars, but he didn't. You know, this uh, is right up your alley. Oh man, it is great. <laughs> it was, it was it a was, boat. I love that. Car. Oh my god! I mean, aside so from big. not handling winter. Yeah, I really yeah, love yeah. that. That car. is a huge. My little brother car. wrecked it. Yeah, later. it looks like like a like a mob enforcers car or something like but that. But that it's was a very holiday centric theme for me, my memory. Um, so I also have uh, a recollection of a couple of different uh, work parties where people just had you know overindulged a, a bit of overindulgence, uh, uh, perhaps. I, I may have been involved in some of that. And, like, remembering what I remember was one night, um, and this was early in my marriage. So it was a work party. It was a holiday party. We all had a great time. Um, party, and the way the agency goes, you, you have a party, and then somebody says, well, the after party is over here. And you end up at the after party, and it's now, you know, 1 a.m., and then it's 2 a.m. And then somebody goes, well, there's, you know, this other bar that we should go to. And it's 3 a.m. And it's 4 a.m. And all I know is I got to I got to get home. How uh -huh. am I going to get home? Because it's now it's going to because of where I lived. It was an hour away. It's going to be day thinking about coming when I actually get home. So here I do. I, I we pull into the driveway um, I got a ride home. We pull into the driveway. And as we pull in, there's my wife at the end of the driveway <laughs> in her robe, <laughs> in her slippers. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and the Is this pre-cell phone? Oh, yeah. So oh, she yeah, was yeah. just out there. Oh, yeah. She was just, she oh, was man, that's a bad sign. Just, <laughs> you know, just waiting yeah. for me. Yeah. And it's like, I screwed the pooch on this oh, one. All man. right. <laughs> That's funny. And sure enough, um, I believe the next day I was asked to get up uh, probably about an hour and a half after I got to bed. Yeah. Um, and it was a family event, and we were going to go bike riding on the, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the bike trail, and we were going to do this, and we were going to do that. Yeah. And I dragged my ass out of bed. You got to. I lived through that. Yeah. I don't know how I lived through it, but you I gotta. lived through that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty oh, ugly. Yeah, I've been there too. Pretty it's, ugly. It's funny. I, I went to Jessica's holiday party when we first started dating, and um, I got pretty drunk. Everyone was pretty drunk, though. She worked at a pretty. She worked in advertising at the time. Uh, oh, it was a pretty hard partying. Uh, I didn't know she worked in our kind of business. She did, uh, and um, but. I get drunk. Jess is, Jess was funny about me back then, cause when I, you know, she'd be like, "You're drunk," and I'm like, "You know, I'm fine. You know, I'm handling." You guys know me, like I'm a pretty good drunk. But she'd be like, "Well, you, you know, you know, you hang out with crazy people, so you might be one beer away from like rooting everything." You know, like she didn't know me super well then. So she's like, "Go get some water," and we were at this like after party, and I really like the. She saw me do this. <laughs> And she was so scared, but I, I go up, and I go, hey, I uh, I need a water, and the guy goes, it's we only have bottled water, it's five dollars. <laughs> oh, cool. And I go, I want a blue moon, and I want seven oranges. 
<laughs> he put seven. He and actually did it. Like, and, he, so and he looked amazed. at you and went, oh, I can do that for $6. No yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and, and just sees me doing that. And Squish is like, oh, my God. <laughs> but I have, you know, it's funny. Like, uh, Gavin, who's normally on the podcast, he has a friend that just last week, he went to the Trump Christmas party. He was oh, at the yeah, Trump yeah. Tower Christmas party because he knows the masseuse there. And one of the masseuse's co-worker gets hammered, and um, they're like, you can't drive back. You live in northern Indiana. So she spends the night there. She vomits, and the manager fires her. Did, did he tell this story last He week? did not tell it on the podcast. It happened after the podcast. Oh, okay. And we, Gavin and I, and I, I think you guys would agree, that's ridiculous. That, that is you, ridiculous. You, you tell an employee that she can't drive home because she's too drunk. You tell her to sleep there. She vomits, and then you fire her off that. Like yes. I, I, I thought that was... But I, I know somebody. I have a dear friend. Um, I can't say his full name. His last name is Houlihan, just to give you an idea <laughs> for how crazy he is. But he got fired from a stock trading job where <laughs> the name is enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He so they they he worked for a very successful uh, trading firm. They rented out the Shed Aquarium uh, for their uh, holiday party. He got hammered and peed into the penguin habitat no yes and then called uh then said <laughs> many slurs against the staff you know not racial slurs but he said like the c word and, and, and so on just because he peed in the yeah and, and they're like sir you can't you know pee in a penguin habitat <laughs> you know and like uh they do it all the time i don't know what the big deal but is. this is the greatest thing he got so drunk he has no recollection of this. So, anyways, like as they take him out, they're like, "I'm so sorry, you know." We, um, they're like, "I'm so sorry, you know. We love you, but I mean, you've just embarrassed the company. You know, come in Monday and we'll talk about, yeah, yeah. you know, exit papers or, or or whatnot. You know, wow. So he basically gets fired there. You know, um, he also said something very mean to the wife of the owner. <coughs> Does all this, but the best part is. He has no recollection of it, so he shows up Monday in his Sunday best, just ready to start a week. Oh, no. And they're like, uh, everyone's like, what? And um, You were fired. HR <laughs> takes him in, like, we have to fire you. He's like, why? Like, my numbers are great. They're like, you don't, I mean, the company party. He's like, what do you mean the company party? We all had a good time. He's like, you don't remember? They're like, you know, you you told the boss's wife, you, you know, that she was an old bag. You're like, what? Well, I don't know. Like, you and then they go, you peed into a penguin habitat. <laughs> <coughs> and I think that's what you should do to get fired from a... Peeing in a penguin habitat. Well, I feel like you should have to do something... I feel you should so have to do something think, egregious. So I, wait, I, a th- wait a second. This young <coughs> young lady who was overserved, who... I you know I I thought I heard it on the podcast I a 21 year old whatever so yeah. so she's learning limitations yeah. right and she gets fired just because she throws up all over yeah. the place eh, that's not great do I agree that she was fired yeah. no I don't but I also don't agree that this guy was fired for necessarily what he did he should have been he should have had a stern talking to. He should have been put in, you know, potentially a program. Yeah. Right. Oh, I I would agree with that. Right. I, yeah, I would you, agree. With you that. made some mistakes. Straighten yourself out. Let's let's sort. I, I think the only thing you should be fired from is if you do something at the party 
that you can't ever back away from in a professional setting. Like if it's just drunk behavior that only happened, you know. Yeah. You know I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I I totally agree with you. I I feel like, and it's like at the end of the day, like we gave them an open bar. Yeah. Like we, right. you know, and we told them to have fun. Right. And uh, this guy went a little overboard. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. You yeah. embarrassed yourself. And Can you're welcome to come back here and, you know, sort out your issues yeah, yeah, yeah. effectively. Exactly. But know that you're, you know, your boss and you're the owner and the, oh, no, they're I all going to see you in a different light. I actually don't think you should be fired for no, pretty I much anything you do. You know? yeah. <laughs> but peeing in a penguin habitat. <laughs> I mean, you, you're in a gray area Can there. I, well, you are. But at the same time, I mean, they're peeing in there all the time, right? Yeah. What's the what, well? Apparently, the, also P, one P of the penguins there. started drinking it, and it like created this big spectacle, you know. And then, I guess somebody else, because a penguin was drinking it, vomited <laughs> <laughs> because of the disgust of seeing. Well, that's that's uh, on them. Uh, that's uh, their problem. Yeah. <laughs> Did they I'm, get fired? Hey, can I help? It? Yes. <laughs> can I help it? Phil has a weak stomach. You know? <laughs> That's nature. <laughs> totally. You know, they live in the Arctic. That's 90 <laughs> degrees coming at them. Hot. <laughs> I, I, I'm i not sure I agree with any of this. Um, well, but that reminds me of uh, this was not a, a holiday party. It was a, a summer party. And um, frankly, before my time at this organization. But the reason I know the story is th- this company used to rent this this club of sorts on the North Shore of Chicago. And, you know, the club had a nice pool and they had a nice clubhouse and they had like a three-hole golf course. It was sort of a country club, but not in the country, in the city. Um, and, And they used to do it like every year they would go there. And I didn't live through any of that. But one of my early years at the company we got back in and all of the old timers were like, oh my God, I can't believe we got back. Cannot believe we got back in. And I was like, well, what's the big deal? And I went and it was, it was nice, but it wasn't like amazing. Yeah. And then at the party, all the stories started to come out. Oh no, 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 you don't understand. Like, like it started with like a couple of girls taking their tops off in the pool and then it was just skinny dipping in the pool. Yeah. And then it was the two people doing it on the grand piano yeah. in Total the clubhouse. You know. Yeah. <laughs> and it was the lines of coke in this room over yeah. here, and it was like, oh, this HR was that kind got of- invited in 1992, <laughs> canceled it within five minutes. You know. Yeah. Uh, and no I'm more just, fun of any kind. And yeah. I'm going, and I totally missed all this. I have no idea. Legal was like, that's that's a pregnancy we're going to have to pay for. You know. <laughs> So I, I missed all those days. I did not miss the days of, of you know, the, the floor in the agency that was doing all the drugs yeah, at yeah. the time because it was a party and somebody had to, you know, get their bump and do whatever they sure, were going to sure, do. Sure, sure, sure. I was involved in not doing that but aware of what sure, was going sure, on. Sure, sure, sure. It was the, the process, yeah. Totally part of the process. Yeah, and, yeah. And, uh, but this party sounded pretty epic. Epic. And I wasn't involved. Well, it's funny. Like, you wonder, like, how many industries will talk about that. Like, maybe, like, roll into one of our topics here about, like, how like how crazy everything. There used to be just so much money thrown at everything. And, you know, it's like now, like, fewer people 
are doing the work, you know, and like there's this uh, great New Yorker article I was telling you yes. about about like in the in the title is I, I think is like when is a computer going to have your job, I believe is what it was. And uh, I'm trying to find it here, but it was interesting in it. The article starts with our friends at IBM. And because of Watson, it, it all stems from Watson, that Watson's linguistic like syntax processing is so ahead of the game or was such a uh, like an evolution step ahead of everything else. And it's sort of interesting how it started. It, it almost started like a, and I do believe this, by the way, I, I believe that it's funny, like when you hear Trump say, I'm going to bring these jobs back, those jobs aren't coming back. No, no, they're and not. even more jobs are going to leave. And it's all software automation like you can't. But anyways, um, the guy that started Watson was at a super fancy steakhouse when Ken Jennings, the Jeopardy winner, hmm. the, the greatest streak, he was near the end of his streak, but he hadn't been beaten yet. And everybody got up from their table and went to the bar to watch him. And that struck him about how big of a pop culture moment it was. Right. And IBM had a pitch meeting where apparently once a year, like their best scientists say, like, what's our like man on the moon mission this year? And previously it was like, we're gonna design software that beats a human at chess. And they had just beaten Kasparov at chess. Uh -huh. So he said we're going to beat a human at Jeopardy. And um, it started off that, and I'm, I'm going to try and find some of the examples. And it's one of those things that sounds easy, but is like, extra like if you know IT, you know it's hard, like like how hard it is, because those questions are actually very ambiguous. Yeah, well. Like, could they be talking about a city, a country, a person? Absolutely. And, and They're this, not Googleable. Yeah, exactly. This plays into the whole issue of, like uh, the article I shared to you, which was about the fact that the investments that are going on from Microsoft and Amazon and Mike, um, uh, Facebook and uh, Google about the the uh, voice recognition and mm -hmm. artificial intelligent assistance, and they're putting all of this energy behind how do we make this assistant respond logically yeah and you know there's been all sorts of because all these products are now coming out google home just came out alexa's been out or echo's been out for a while from from amazon and they seem to be leading the game uh siri and cortana and what those guys do from the uh the apple and and um microsoft worlds um those those recognition engines are better Mm -hmm. But there's still, you know, the number of people who argue with Siri is ridiculous, well, right? And when you talk to Siri, you have to adopt, like, a computer unambiguous mm -hmm. voice. You can't, like, you can't talk to it like you would talk to your wife. Where you're right. like, who are we meeting tonight? But Alexa's gotten one step better, and mm -hmm. Amazon took a step forward in yeah. making a little bit more conversational. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that you know I'm reading now about what Google has introduced with the Google Home product is not just that they understood that you said, hey, what song is this? Yeah. Whatever it's playing. And it goes, oh, I know what that is, which is something that, that Alexa does on, on uh, Echo. But they then will actually keep context. What mm -hmm. song is this? Oh. Cool. When was it recorded? When was it recorded yeah. is a very, you know, out there comment. 
where Echo won't get that, yeah. Google's now stringing these things together and yeah, going, wait, yeah, yeah, you yeah. just asked this, and now you're asking that. Let me put that yeah. together and say, oh, it was recorded in 1985 or whatever, yeah. right? So every step is getting a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, it's still a fucking moron. You're yeah, still yeah, dealing yeah, yeah. with, yeah, you're yeah. talking to an idiot, and you have yeah, to yeah. be very specific uh-huh. and explicit about what you want. So uh, I, you know, I think it's brilliant that, we're doing all of this and IBM with Watson, you know, that's, that's a world that you hear about, but you don't interact with like, mm-hmm. like at least consumers like me are doing sure, with Siri yeah. on a regular basis. Or, you know, the Android world is dealing with, Hey Google or whatever. Okay. Google, um, and Alexa and whatnot. So where is Watson practical? And I, I complain about Watson having, you know, they, they sort of implemented, this brilliant thing we're going to put watson in this hospital and it's going to be amazing and you're going to be able to like change the temperature in your room and i go well i can do that in my house now why is this a big deal <laughs> so where's watson in my practical everyday life and it isn't and that's it isn't that's ibm's challenge i mean <laughs> one of one of their many challenges uh, they from, should just be from selling their shit yeah. they should be going you know what, Google, Apple, all you got here. I got some intelligence that I'll back your stuff with. I'll deliver something to your your existing engine, right? That's what I think. And the other thing is I'm starting to see as a consumer, I have an Apple phone and I have an Amazon Echo. So how do these things, you know, in different contexts, I want these things to start to actually communicate and understand each other and i'm using you know a google calendar in my personal life so how do i tie all these things together or is it just going to be a walled garden and you got to be in one space don't want it yeah no thank you yeah well they there there definitely has to be a a uh, a synergy between these things before they're <coughs> and how do you bridge it that, when, when they're competitors, yeah. Yeah. And I, I agree with that. Like, at, at the end of the day, it doesn't really impact us right now. I, no. I, I think it will eventually, at the micro and macro level, do it because it will eliminate jobs, you know. Um, what's interesting about this article, which is, like, there's this philosopher who's also a programmer. He invented, I think, MP3. His name is... Uh, Jaron Lehner and and he taught he has hmm. this book was who is the future owned by but he has this book about how Google sort of upended the social contract of jobs that a lot of what was based off jobs is sort of keeping the population from not rioting and um this that's, that's the reason we work well believe it or not it's very interesting like um the New Yorker I, that that's why like some jobs might exist you know like the new yorker in this article talked about they compared robots and watson taking our job when they get good enough to talk about us and they compared it to histories like the first guy like the term luddites were which is a, a word for fearing yep. technology they were a group of people that it was the first uh clothing machine that basically hemmed at a mass level and they they broke it and the Queen of Eng- England actually wouldn't grant this guy a program, or excuse me, whatever their their equivalent of a patent was, because she was worried about chaos. 
because huh. she was like your your invention will displace so many workers that I I can't do anything with so I don't grant it and then another country did it and then eventually England had right. to do it because another country had to do it and it's going to be the same story with you know AI you with know any you, of this yep. you know even if like you know Trump or whoever you, you, uh, we're not going to do it somebody else will do and then you have to do it to keep up and so on and so forth but then it it, it is interesting it's like do you just eventually pay people to not riot? Like, do you basically the the the, uh, the living wage, basic basic uh, basic salary? Yeah, Base, I, yeah. I find it the greatest joke of all time. The capitalism, not to sound too Marxist, but capitalism is so efficient it turned itself into communism. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it got rid of all jobs. It just paid people to not break well, the without, machines without putting you know the labels on it because. Yeah. You know, people kind of get scared of the yeah. labels, but the the reality is, we are going to just have to. We're either going to live in a true communist society. Mm-hmm. We, not this group. Yeah. Well, not me. I'm too old. But yeah. there will be people living in this true communist society where effectively it's about the group. It's yeah. the machines are taking well, care and, of and so let's much. Be, let's yeah. be careful with the, the terms. Are, are we saying communist or socialist? Probably socialism. Socialist is yeah. probably a better term. Yeah. But the, the the point is it's about the group. It's about us maintaining. And yeah. you want to, you know, y- you need to eat. eat. You need to mm-hmm. clothe yourself. You clothe your, you know, and, and it's all, it's just part of the program, right? Yeah. Um, so where does the differentiation come from? If, if we don't do that and if we don't, you know equate things in a in a reasonable way make it equitable across uh the spectrum we're screwed it's yeah well then you have a dystopian you have a civil totally war dystopian basically war. you have like you know 90 percent of the population can't be employed and frankly we'll either have to go through that period <clears throat> yeah until we get to yeah totally yeah, <laughs> or, yeah. sanity <laughs> Or we're going to be smart about it and go, no, 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 let, yeah. let's be smart about it. Yeah. The haves but and the have-nots can't live. It's an interesting article. We'll share the link. But it, it was uh, – and it, it's just also funny because politicians – it's funny. Politicians never talk about that in America. No. They're, they're always like, no, we're going to do tariffs. We're going to get all these jobs back. Every single one of them. Because Every what, single one. Because they're, that's what the populace wants, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, you know, I don't – I can't vote for you because – my job's gone away. Oh, you're telling me my job's going to come back? Then I'll vote for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's so simplistic from that perspective that it, it's maddening, Yeah, frankly. What's funny is China now apparently is moving to total automation, too. And they're like, you know, e- even if you moved them back, you, would, you wouldn't create jobs. Yeah, but they're communists, so they can do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, sorry. No, we, we no, aren't going to use that. Oh, they are. Okay, yeah. good. I'm they're safe old there. school. They're old. They're the last <laughs> of the old schools, <laughs> aren't they? I think they are. It's like them in North Korea, right? I mean, who else is the last of the old school so, communists? So, talking about uh, you know automation, what? So, I know Dan's an automation guy. What in your life, Sean, is do you feel is like automated, properly automated? Nothing. Nothing in my life is automated. I hate automation. I love chaos. I love chance. Um, so, so you manually maintain our 
directory infrastructure. Well, oh, oh no. That, well, my work life is very oh, different from my oh, day oh, life. Oh, my okay. work life is very different. I'm the type of person, if you ask me to do two things, if you ask me to do a task twice at my job, I will develop a piece of software. But personally, so I never do it. if you have to do something twice, you'll still do it. At home, it at home, I don't like to plan. You know, I, I, I hate it. You know, um, it's fine. My wife is always complaining about that. She's like, we got to look at our schedules. And I'm like, I, I don't know my schedule. She actually emails John, <laughs> our coworker, usually. And she goes, what's John's schedule? I feel like my what's, wife, what's my wife's email history would look like she's having an affair with John. And, and <laughs> frankly, John's would with your wife because yeah. he's trying to figure out where you are and what you're doing personally. And then if and Trish ever got suspicious, she would be like, listen, your son, your husband is a conservative. I would never sleep with him. I'm just married to an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't know his work schedule. So I talk to your well-organized husband. <laughs> and he talks to And then her. I always tell her, maybe you're secretly in love with conservatives. You know, <laughs> you know sure they know what's going well. on. They know what's going on. I don't. I'm, I'm convinced she's happy with that. But <clears throat> I'm convinced the future, it, you know, just to, to speculate further, like what you were talking about with personal citizens, because I, I, th there's a lot of people who believe you look at rich people and you see the technological trends for the future because rich people are so rich they can pay a person to do what will be in a They're a automating. Job. They're just automating it with lower exactly. wage. Exactly. Rich people workers. all have assistants that, you know, bring all their documents, tell them what to do. And that, I, I think, speaks to your point about all this personal assistance thing is that, you, you know, the reason why you don't need a butler like you used to need at the turn of the century is because the machines did it. Right. Well, and it would stop changing costumes for every hour of the day. But, yeah. But I, but I think the next thing is something that even rich people don't have. I really believe this syntax is going to get so good. And I, like, I think it's a bit fearful. I think eventually something's going to be developed that's like Facebook for how you talk. Where it's going to listen to how you talk. Yes. And it's going to give you feedback. And it's going to say, oh, you're talking about yourself too much. Mm. Or, oh, you haven't asked her how she's doing yet. Or, or you, you know what? She doesn't want a solution. She just wants to vent. <laughs> I want to hear I want to hear the, what they're telling people like like our coworker, Irk, or somebody <laughs> who's <laughs> like, oh, not wrong, turn, don't wrong, turn. say no, that. No, don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I really believe this is going to happen. I think people like Irk just won't install it, and you're going to notice <laughs> these people in three seconds when they enter the room because I think most people are going to install it. I think most people are. I, I really believe that. I, I think eventually we're going to have a software program that tells us how to interact with other humans. And I think that's going to be scary. But I really believe that's going to happen. That yeah. I, well, I mean, I can give you an example of that happening just last night. Uh, uh, a character in a television show said, he accosted me. And I said, well, that's not the right word. It, it was an assault. And Amy said, no, that's the right word. And I, and then we, we went, we asked uh, Alexa. It's like, <laughs> What does you know? What does it cost it mean? And then it cost and and Alexa screwed screwed up and didn't understand it properly. So we asked Google, and lo and behold, Amy had to admit. You know, oh yeah, here we Dan go. Dan was right. <laughs> Doesn't it cost it mean to like, like sort of interrupt and violently stop what you're doing, but well, not but an it, assault? But there's there's um there's a verbal aspect to it. There's, okay, yeah, yeah. It's because you know it's ACC acoustic. Blah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah. yeah. And that's what I was going on. And but I was I was ready to admit that maybe I was wrong. Maybe that's just me being beat down. But um, <laughs> but but the point the point being that 
you went to technology and to solve a social dynamic. Yeah. 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 And 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 to Sean's point, how far are we away from that just from just, that from, yeah, from, from a Bluetooth thing going, No, Amy, you're wrong. <laughs> right. Right. He's actually or maybe a Bluetooth thing in, well, in, in your ear going Dan, you've corrected her three times today. <laughs> Let her have this. <laughs> like maybe it'll be that smart. That it's like, yeah. Dan, we don't, don't always don't need to be it. right. Don't you know, like push it. Yeah. Like, and, like, and you can look at her, and she'll look at you, and she will nod uh, knowingly that she was an idiot, uh, and you will nod knowingly that no, 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 it's yours, and <laughs> and you'll be happy. It'll be all good. It, it you know it is about preserving harmony. And verbal communication will end as we know it. <laughs> <laughs> So there you go. <laughs> It'll be done. Well, uh, so you have done automation in your world. I have introduced a robot into my world for the first time as an experiment in does this work now? You got a Roomba? I got a Roomba. Finally, I went out and got a Roomba. And frankly, I am now a servant of the Roomba. That's what I've determined. My role... By automating, clean my dustpan, clean my dustpan, clean my you know whatever the extractors, the little things they they get like the I have dogs, I have long haired dogs in my house. I spend more time maintaining this freaking thing than I ever spent vacuuming my house. But I will admit <laughs> one thing: it has my house is cleaner than it's ever been because it's forced discipline on me. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's what I like about a lot of this technology is like, you know what, actually, let's offload the maintenance and the programming to people. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? And it's like, that's all it really is. But but know? it wanders around and does stuff. And if you leave shit on the ground, guess what? It's going to make a problem. It's going to yeah. like, it's going to suck it, something up. But it's so up. funny. If, if you just put that discipline into your own life, it would have been cheaper and easier. Absolutely would have been. Absolutely. It's, it's just so funny to me. That a lot of this is moving it all to us. You, you know what I mean? Like it really is just moving it all to us. Yep. Couldn't, and it, it's interesting. More. We think we're solving it, and we're just—it's it, just us solving it with, with with a different tool in front of us. I'll, I'll take uh, I'll take another one, Dan, of either. But frankly, I'm okay with it because it's forced discipline on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my family. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I go, oh, you know, <laughs> and my my wife named it. It's Chad. Okay, mm -hmm. so she wanted to have a male housekeeper, so Chad is now keeping the house neat and clean. Guess what? Chad's not. Chad is disciplining everybody in the house to pick up your shoes and put them away, and don't leave your you know dirty clothes on the floor, and 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 and. And as a result, we have a, you, a more organized house. Do you think there'll ever be personal assistant software that goes against the system, where it'll just be like, no, you don't need that. I'll just fucking tell our old school vacuum cleaner to do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sort of like a dad that's always like against spending money or like, you know no. what, Steve, I'll do that. I no, will do no, that. There Steve. will never be something that you can buy that will not encourage you to spend yeah, that, more money. That's what I'm wondering. That's what I'm totally <laughs> that will wondering. Never ever happen. But it, I, you I, can invent that. But guess what? Your I'd company be killed will go by the CIA or something. Yes. That's, well, no, your that's company when will, Bezos goes bankrupt. Um, I was telling somebody this is a little bit off topic, but I was telling somebody but like, my dad was a social worker with six kids, just never had any money, and it was funny like how he would just do these speeches about how he never had any money. He would always go out and, like whenever. I don't know if your dad was like this. 
Whenever we had to take our dog to the vet, my dad would detail all the things. He's like, this is what I'll, if it's above this money, he's dead. Okay. I'm not, I'm not paying like, you know, Don't, anything wrong with the kidneys, this, dead. This, <laughs> you know, this, cancer, dead. All this right. hits me a little close to home right yeah. now, but keep going. But did you have a dad, like my dad would just be like, I will spend, my dad would always, I just want you to know if they find anything big, you know, I, I got about $10 in my pocket, <laughs> you know, and if it's more than that. We're going to say our goodbyes. Well, and, and I encourage that thought process, but I cannot live by that thought process. Yeah. So you have pets. Well, we all have pets. Yep. So you take your dog in. Like, um, let's ask it on a different <clears throat> level. Do you get your dog groomed by a groomer? My wife. I have decided I hate my dog. <laughs> I... Uh, yeah, you know, you are your dad, is what you're saying. Yeah, my my dog brings a lot of pleasure to my wife and my kids, so I have like sort of a uh, treatise with him. He shits, and he's a small dog. He has a high metabolism. He shits all over the house. Oh god! I mean, it's like owning a rat, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Fine, whatever. My family loves him. She pays for a groomer. Well, we pay for a groomer. She wants to do that. I have decided I'm not like my dad and that I'm like, you know what? It brings the majority happiness. I'll do what they want. Sure. Now, sure. I probably would invoke my dad privilege if he was diagnosed with something very expensive. Something I will say serious. That. Right. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. So, Dan, do you pay for a groomer? Uh, Short-haired dog, so it's it's... It's, no, what we need, what we need is a good um, nail trimmer. Um, so, we we. we but have, you would pay for that as opposed to actually doing it. Yeah, because uh, I've seen quicks get cut, and it's not pretty. No, I've done that to my dog. Yeah, um, and therefore my my wife now does that. To and, the and I will <laughs> say, like grooming a dog is relatively. I I will say, my wife, I I think she pays a dude. Uh, it's our neighbor. It's like twenty bucks. It's like once he. Do, it's like. Two to three times a year. It's not sure. that bad of a deal. Sure. Whatever. So, like, so to me, it's like changing oil. Let's I'm ask not gonna... it in a different level. Yeah. So if, if your dog, your family gets a lot of pleasure from this dog, yes. right? Right. Okay. So if you were asked to cut off your pinky so your dog lives, would you do that? I would cut off my pinky. Your pinky would be, you'd do that. You'd do that. Yeah, I don't really care too much about my pinky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to find something that will equate this. But I would probably, what's weird about me is I would not spend $900. You would cut off your pinky. I would cut off my, do- my but pinky. But you would never spend $900. I would spend $900, yeah. You do not, your, your pinky is my more pinky valuable. My pinky is less than 900 Or less than valuable. I, I would actually say my pinky is, well, I would what, probably cut off my pinky for $100. Would it have to be $100? So are you saying anesthetize <laughs> or just, you know, just get the cleaver? Tight, take it. Well, that's true. I need to net a hundred dollars. <laughs> I I don't so, want. So I don't I, want some asshole, Sean, if putting I, this on a cleaver and then I have a ten thousand dollar ER bill. No, no, I mean I meant the pain aspect. Oh, the pain aspect doesn't worry me. Oh. So if I drop a hundred dollars on the table, I can cut your finger off. And then if after all the bills I have to pay, I'm a hundred dollars positive. Yes. <laughs> oh, we could do this. <laughs> we can sort this we, out. This could be our first video podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you, 
Yeah, we might be able to sort this out. I could out. tell that to I Jess. bet I could get some Jess sponsors. Been, Jess, lately, you know, we're paying for some holiday stuff. She's like, we just need a bit more money. I'm like, I can book some more shows. She's like, oh, only if you want to. And I'm like, hey, I got a good gig. I got a good $100 coming this way. I'm going to be a little slower typist. <laughs> That's right. I don't want you to lose that pinky. But yeah. but besides that, so the, the reason that this line of conversation is going, you brought up pets and you brought up, you know, your dad and... I just spent too much money on my dog. Oh, yeah. For? Being a fucking dickhead. The dog ate a plush toy, and it got stuck in his intestines. Was it a dog toy, or was it a human toy? It was a dog toy that we do not know that we ever had. We believe that a I believe that a neighbor threw it into our yard. Our dog found it, consumed it. And lodged it. It lodged in his intestine, and we spent a fortune on surgery. Yeah, to have this thing removed, and the argument and and this, now, I I'm expected, guessing with your wife, this is a non-option. You're doing this. Oh, frankly, for me too. He's yeah, yeah. a year and a half old. Oh, he's young. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. You know, if he and this is what I said. It's like, God damn it! Why couldn't this dog be like eight years old or ten years old or? <laughs> This is I, how he goes. I could have looked at it and gone, you know. And they told you he will die if you don't get it was this. A good, he stopped eating. Oh, oh, because of the, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was plugged up. He yeah, couldn't yeah, do yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was totally plugged. Um. So, you know, Saturday we went out. <clears throat> we came back. He had thrown up all over the, the house. Sure. Well, we keep him in the back. <clears throat> so he'd thrown up all over the back hall. And uh, we cleaned that up, and he's kind of down and the dumps Saturday. Sunday he gets up, doesn't want to eat anything, sleeps on the couch all day, doesn't want to eat anything at night, sleeps on the couch, goes to bed, sleeps. Monday gets up, won't eat anything. He just won't eat. Yeah. So we took him to the vet, and they, they looked, and they went, yeah. And, and here's the beauty of it. You go, eh. It looks like it probably is an obstruction. It's probably yeah. some foreign object. He ate something. He's a you know golden retriever. He ate something, and it's got They just stuff. eat. <laughs> That's what they do. Yeah. You're going to have to go to this place. All right, fine. We'll go to this place. What are you going to do? Well, they're going to do a uh, an ultrasound, and they're going to figure it out. Because the x-rays, it looks like this, but the ultrasound yeah. will tell you. So then they do the ultrasound, and they go, yep, foreign object. Yeah. Stuck. It's stuck in the intestine, probably just in, but. The yeah. intestine does what it does, so who knows where exactly yeah. it is. Uh, he's he's not going to eat. He's, you know, you let it go. It's just not an option. Yeah. What do you want to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a year and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go get it. Okay, here's the price tag. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, there's some people that have dog insurance for that. Sure. Well, a- exactly. And, yeah. and this is the thing. I'm the guy who was like, you know, maybe we should get pet insurance at yeah. this point. We've done this, you know, we've had dogs. My comment before we got this dog, we've had multiple dogs, and every time we've had an issue at the end of their lives, it's been very expensive to find out that it's not worth keeping them. Yeah. And so it's like, well, this time maybe I'll get the insurance. And I had a buddy look at me and go, you know what? I looked into this. I got it. They cover nothing. Yeah. They cover absolutely nothing. So I went, eh, I'm not going to do it. Screw it. I'm not going to do it. This they probably would have covered. Yeah, this yeah, yeah. I would have saved my ass on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I I mean, I just feel, yeah. And it's, and it's, you know, they bring this thing to you and they go, well, here's what we have to do. We're going to have to prep him and we're going to have to this and we're going to, an anesthesiologist and this. And it's just like going to a hospital and having a real procedure because it is a real hospital. It's just for pets. Mm -hmm. Ridiculous number. Ridiculous. Merry Christmas to me. That's my present. I have a healthy (laughs) dog. Your present is your dog's alive. (laughs) Which I would not have had as a kid. And I would not do that either. But then I, I always say I'm going to do that, but I don't know if I can make peace with my... I know my wife would want to save it. You know what I mean? Well, and... But you know, I, see, I'm totally comfortable. I would have been like... I, I believe in circle of life type things die all the time. Like, I am I would actually be fine with a one-year-old dog dying. But remember, you invested something. No, maybe you got well, a rescue. So we, ours you was got a rescue, rescue. so yeah, it yeah. was a little bit different. Uh, so I'd be like, you know what? He ate the wrong thing. Dead. We'll get another one. Dead. And <laughs> my wife would not react quite as <laughs> callous. Water off the duck. You know? Yeah. But this is how I, I actually, like, I, I'm a big, I, I believe, I will say that in my defense, I believe that with, like, human life, too. I'm just like, you know what? You know, people die. You know, circle of life, people die. Yeah, I'm probably a bit too callous that way myself. Yeah, I, you know, I. I uh, it I'd, pained me. To, your, your parents are still with you? They are, yeah. Uh, it pained me terribly. My dad passed, and you know I miss him every day. Mm-hmm. But it, it's I agreed on this whole circle of life thing, and it, it sucks. Yeah, but it's kind of the reality, right? And you, oh, it kind totally of, is. You, you, you deal with the pain. You deal with uh, the reality of missing the person, and I miss him every day. I wish I could talk to him. I wish I could ask him questions. I wish I could share what. No, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. He's gone. Move my, on. My dad. So my dad, he was a social worker, transferred in nursing home administration. I've probably been to more more funerals than any human in my age because my dad would take me to. My dad would whenever somebody died, if we were around, he would just take us to like have a big showing at the funeral. And I also come from a huge family, but my dad said something. A few times to me that they really stuck with me about the American medical system, but about, also about life. And he was like, "Sean, I want I want you to remember this." He's like, "If you're ever diagnosed with something terminal, I want you to get a second opinion from a doctor born in Africa." And he goes, "Because I want you. Every American doctor is going to tell you to do whatever you can to stay alive." Stay alive. And it doesn't matter. You'll be in more pain. You know, it doesn't matter. So you you don't know if they're right or they're wrong about whether they can save you. You need to, because he's like, this is what, and, and my dad worked for a nursing home that was very internationally based. You know, he met a lot of African doctors. He goes, African doctors that are born in Africa know it's part of the circle of life. And they will straight up tell you if you can live or not. Yeah. And you need to find a doctor in America that will tell you if you can did, live. Did I ever share this? So so I heard, uh, this is probably a, a month, a month and a half ago, uh, an NPR show that talked about um, the city of, I think it's La Crosse, Wisconsin. Oh, I haven't heard this, no. Which has, um, they, 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 I forget what they call it, but basically there's this thing, and it, it's related to... Uh, the Affordable Care Act. It's related to Obamacare, where you remember they talked about um, these death panels. Yes. That you know the right would talk about. Mm-hmm. Well, the reality was 
what they were trying to do was they were trying to implement this process that the entire city of, and again, I believe it's La Crosse, Wisconsin, the entire city is basically bought into. A doctor there. Lining Kugels, I think. No. The doctor there said, we spend way too much money on this end of life thing. Oh, they totally do. Yeah. And we can improve our medical costs if we just have people that walk in who have thought about all this stuff before they come yes. in. Yes. Yeah. And so he tried to get people to think about the problems that occur. Mm-hmm. What you're talking about is <clears throat> you get a diagnosis, go see somebody who's going to give you the, the straight scoop. This guy's saying, think about it now. Yeah. Think about it right now. Definitely. Yeah. And and they have this <clears throat> they evolved through the process and and I'll I'll dig it up and and I'll ask Emily to share the you know the link to it. But it was fascinating conversation. Effectively, like 98% of the entire city in Wisconsin, again, I think it's lacrosse, yeah. um, all bought into it. Of and course. It's because of the way that they implemented it. It was something where they just they talked about it. They tried to get um, uh, people to work with their doctors to do it. That didn't work. They brought people into um, emergency room people. They would say, well, you know what? We want to talk to you about this. They they try to say, you have to do this before we talk. And they were like, no, I'm not doing that. Ultimately, they broke people down to the point where they just went, all right, I'm going to talk about it. And now the community actually supports it. Like oh, new I, people move into the community and their neighbors are going, do you have this life plan? You should have no, this it, life plan. I. I agree with that. So I, I, I've read a lot of articles on this and like, well, first of all, just outside of articles, nobody, you talk to any person in the world, a bar, restaurant, you know, amusement park, nobody says, I want to be alive on tubes. Right. <laughs> Every right. single person you talk to goes, if, if I'm not myself, let me die. And that's the. That's, but they don't have that shit when they go into the ER right. and, and all this and, costs. And it ends yeah. up being their, you know, child or whatever. Mm-hmm. Re- Somebody who can't deal with the finality. Who looks at him and goes, it. I don't know what he wants. Exactly. I yeah. can't make this decision. What am I supposed yeah, my to My wife do? and I both have living wills, and we say we don't want to be alive. I've actually told my wife, if something even happens to me where I'm alive, but I'm not myself, if, if somebody I want cuts you to figure off out how to pinky, kill me. Yeah. If I want I'm you... one finger long down. <laughs> just end it. Yeah. Nine fingers. If, if it looks like I don't run a mile as fast, alive. just shoot me in the head with a 45. <laughs> but uh, the New Yorker uh, had an article about that same exact thing, saying all the benefits you, you talked about. But the other thing that's an amazing benefit is they said that the family of the deceased have less incidents of depression. Yes. Because yes. the family, the the psychological drag of going into a hospital to see your comatose dad or mom yes. who can't respond for two months just drags on you. Yeah. And that actually every single per So basically we have this healthcare system where everybody entering it says, I don't want to be alive in that situation. Somehow they keep you alive. You know, and then all these other people, like, like just everyone's worse off for it. So, yeah, that that's an amazing uh, stat. So I, I will throw that out there. I, and, I, again, the city will figure it out. But uh, um, I, I encourage people to listen to it because it's a fascinating conversation. And I encourage everybody to think about that stuff. 
Um, this is not something I grew up with. I grew up in a, an environment <clears throat> that, that people didn't think about all of this end-of-life stuff. Yeah. And, and all that you're saying, the, the weight on the family, the, the individual who has to deal with it, um, all of this could be saved. And, you know, it, it's not easy. I get it. Yeah. For 99% of the world, this is not something you want to talk about. But guess what? You could save yourself, you could save your family, a ton of time and energy oh, by yeah, just sure. dealing with it. Um, so I, I did want to, before we uh, got too far along, uh, you talked about a vendor issue. And yes. I wanted to, so we don't have vendor scum today because John's well, the, not the here. One, the one that I do, and it's very, very short. Let's do Ooh, it. You've got a vendor scum? Because Good. it's it's only really from who it is. From Okay. Um, the the email is con- inconsequential. It's a, a Android and iPhone application development, uh-huh. but it's from Jenna Jameson. <clears throat> Ooh, Jenna the Jameson. Porn star. So Ooh. so that could be interesting if we ever need that kind of development. That actually <laughs> plays into my. So before we get to the the vendor story, that plays into. My, I have a vendor scum, which is actually somewhat visual, which is a shame. Yeah, not so, that Jenna Jameson isn't, but. She's also very visual, but um, so this came. There, there's four of these, four, three or four of these. Uh, several of us got this box, and it's addressed to us. And I was like, "What the heck got sent to us?" And I opened it up, and I don't know why Janice Jameson like triggered it for me, but <clears throat> you know, whatever. Take some time out from taming the bear. It's a bearskin oh. little pad. <laughs> it's bear. So I'm thinking of Jenna Jameson on this yeah. this fuzzy bearskin <laughs> bit that's yeah. here. It's not a mouse pad. Yeah. I don't know what the hell well, this it's, is. It's shedding. But it says tame the bear. And guess what? Here, I'll, I'll do this this way. So if you open it up, oh, you get wow. a bear growl. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. The bear growl comes from that's this That's hilarious. Thing. Um. Oh, I'm sorry. That's oh, hilarious. There's bear everywhere there's now. Ba- the, that would be a great visual, though, terribly. if you had that as your mouse pad. Just you had a real leisure suit, Larry type <laughs> office, and you got a bearskin mouse pad. But and... I've ruined it. If, if uh, John or Dion are, are listening, they will. Uh... <laughs> Thank you, Dan. That's hilarious. If John or Dion are, what, are listening, they will now know what they've got in their box. Oh, Take some time out from taming the bear. It's personalized. I mean, they actually printed. What's the bear oh, in yeah. this context? Uh, the bear is uh, technology. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Usually deal, it's cloud, you know, deal, chaos. You, they the always bear. make it cloud. It's some... So what kind of bear have you been dealing well, with? Well, you know, so Steve, it was funny because I, I, I sent an email out today where, where Steve was like, and, and I think I have a reputation for being a little laid back. And Steve was like, oh, you, you had a little bit of tone in that email. But <laughs> <laughs> you did. Um <laughs> Well, with Dion and uh, Aaron uh, not around for the holidays, I got to adopt that tone. But um, we do this integration with a travel app, and they've always been difficult. What's weird is, do you guys get this too in IT where you're dealing with this vendor that we probably pay a ton of money to, and they're just making you do all this shit, and then you have this epiphany moment where you're like, wait, aren't we the customer? You know, aren't we the customer? And anyways, with IBM so like we've been trying to do integra- we've been trying to redo this integration with them for like the last two years. It's our travel app, okay? If 
finally, for two years we've developed it. I always tell these guys like we're just gonna tell them we develop it. We won't we won't touch code. We're gonna get ready to go, and and, and the vendor will say no because that's what normally happens. Anyways, we're we're going live with this. You said this on this podcast. This is never gonna happen, but but we'll do our thing. Yeah. Here we go. And so. it, and it never happens. It's been delayed nine times. Anyways, we go live. We're starting to think about it. And uh, what, what's amazing about this vendor is they pay another vendor to do their SFTP transfer. But then they act like we pay that vendor. So then they'll go like, oh, okay, so um, just talk to Concur about this. And I'm just going to say the name because I don't think that matters. <laughs> nope. And I'm, I'm going to be like, why the fuck would I talk to Concur? <laughs> <laughs> like I, I don't pay concur. Like con- you pay concur. She goes, oh no, I, 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 you know, I'm not gonna, you know, deal with that. And I'm like, and I go, aren't, aren't we the customer? And she, and like, they do this all the time. Before that, it was, uh, it was Deem. Deem was their their SFTP, and they would go. So, anyways, uh, she would go. That's not our problem. That's um, the people we pay money to. They would go. Oh, that's not our problem. That's Deem's problem. And I go, I don't give a fuck who Deem is. You know, which is also funny because HR pays these people, but I'm the guy who develops it. So, like, what, another thing that's funny is Eric was doing it. So, like, it's kind of a good cop, bad cop situation. We always have Eric, who Eric works on our team, is, like, basically, like, I feel I'm a nice laid-back guy, but, like, Eric is on <laughs> quaaludes compared to me. <laughs> like, he is the most laid-back guy you will ever no, meet in your life. You know, totally agree. Like, like so laid back, he almost seems he's on half speed. You know, where he's like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> so you know, <laughs> listeners may have heard him before. Yeah, so now you have me coming in, and I'm, you know, and I'm just like, no, I'm like, I'm not fucking doing this. I mean, this isn't. You don't ask a customer to do this. But what's hilarious? I'm totally looking for this because I loved your comment. Why can't I find your note about this? Um, so I, I have, uh, I have your, it's your... also funny. Cause they're like, upload it. They don't understand this, this goddamn woman. And I, <laughs> she doesn't understand. Now, you now. can't just upload it. There's network rule. She's like, Oh, just, so just upload that. It's like, they have a network ACL. So I have to go in, like, I have to take the spreadsheet that I manually constructed if she doesn't understand, I have to go into another server, which isn't the end of the world, and I have to launch an SF. Like, like it's like she another server, Sean. Really, is that know, what it's about? And I, it, which whatever, but I I shouldn't have to care about all this this whole vendor chain. But the funniest thing about it is again, it's going to get called off for the same reason. And Steve was in the call. We had an earlier conversation where they go, and by the way, so they don't have single sign on. Like, by the way, if any of your users somehow, some way, <laughs> somehow, some way have ever booked a flight outside of our experience, but with AMX, with the same email address, your entire feed will be rejected. And I'm like, well, that might be a problem. You know, because yeah, we, one failure yeah. is going to block. We the uploaded a couple tests, a, a couple test things, and there were like two or three. And like, it's no problem. What you do is you re-download it, you change their email address to something different, and you re-upload it. I'm like, that's not how automated systems work with 10,000 users. (laughs) And she talks like this, too. And I'm like, like that that can't. She's like, well, let's talk about it when we see, you know? And 
she's like, maybe there won't be any collisions. And there's like, there's like six collisions in 5,000 records. And she's like, well, no, it's no big deal. What I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to send you an email every time there's a collision. And within five hours, you have to correct it. You have to log into the SFTP server and just change your email to whatever you want and then email them. And I'm like, and what's funny is she doesn't understand that you can't do that. Let me just read just so with a little bit of that context. um, So this file looks this is from her. This file looks fine. When you place it in the server, let me know so we can have concur, process it quickly, and we can run a report, blah, blah, blah. Reminder, we will be able to see how many users have their login in use on a different concur site and then decide how to proceed. Remember, a user's login must be unique among all concur sites. So the response, uh, encrypt this file and put it in the production server. That's me. Do this. So Sean's response. Will that cause a problem at all? I what if regularly scheduled demon picks it picks it up and deals with it? And your next line is concur on this email? Can't they just process it? I might be so new to this that I don't understand the big picture and relationships, but I thought Oopsie it was the customer here. <laughs> this is a lot of legwork to make a customer do to test a vendor's product. <laughs> I'm like, I read this and went. Oh, bless you, Sean. (laughs) (laughs) I did like that her her next email is to somebody else on her team. She goes, by the way, they uploaded a file, which she must have done. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Because I do believe that. I'm like, why the fuck am I doing? Also, like, she doesn't understand. Like, I, it's also like non-export U.S. encryption. So I would have had to download JVM1, whatever. I could have done all this. It's not that it's. No, but I shouldn't have to. It's not your job. Exactly. You know, it's not your job. But what's also even better is the team that is in charge of the business of decisions, our travel team, which are the best in their in, in the in the domain that they own. So I'm always like, by the way, like that won't work. Like what you're saying that we email somebody that corrects it. Because she's also like, and by the way, if they don't correct it before the next upload, we're all fucked. <laughs> like that won't work. Okay. That, I really wish that was in the email. We're but, all fucked. But she's like. I'm like, that won't work. But the travel team is like, oh, no, it will work. Because I'm looking at your six emails. She's a tra- uh, she uh, she actually transferred to Houston. Uh, this one's a, like, they don't under, like, none of them understand technology. She's like, no, this would be totally fine because of these six, only ones of a problem. So I would have just solved this before the next upload. And I'm like, yeah, you guys are going to fucking do this? <laughs> Like no, every, no, I, I want to no. like say fucking before every verb in this. Like, are you are you just fucking serious? This is the most worked up Sean's been about anything that we do because this has been going on for oh, for like f- since day one. You know, so now this we is, know why we all our users have five different emails because because oh, is this why right yeah, here? So, yeah, so we, so we do it just accent. because skirt of the travel the, system. Skirt the travel system. No, rules. no, it's not true. Well, I'm I'm gonna hopefully calm you down i, w- I want to move on to uh we're getting close to time we should wrap okay. up but i want to move on so one of the things you know we're coming close to the end of the year and just so listeners know we last year i tried to do a show between christmas and new year's it's not going to happen this yeah. group is not going to do anything between no christmas and new Year's. so i'm not going to do that but i am going to ask for people to listen, who are listening, you know where our Twitter is. You 
you can chime in. Tweet us if you want. Send us emails if you know where to send us emails. But we are going to do a best of 2016. Okay. And we we tried to do this last year. We touched on it a bit, but we we should talk here about some categories. So there's like obvious things that we should say best of 2016. First of all, the simple stuff, right? Our stuff, like yeah. the best, the best of our podcast sure. this year. Yeah, and perhaps there's a best vendor scum. Yeah, yeah perhaps yeah, yeah. there's a, a best transcription. Perhaps there's a best uh, Dion mm-hmm. story, transformation Dion story. Cough. I mean, yeah, transformation yeah. story. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> um, so those are the obvious things, but. What are the other categories that we should dive into? We talk about movies from time to time. We're talking about movies. So, best movie of 2016? Can we do that? Right. As a topic or or try and solve it right now? As a topic. That's a great topic, I think. So, if people want to offer up. Best TV show, I think, is a great one. uh, Best TV show. That would be a good one. Um, Some people in the world do video gaming. Um, So... Perhaps we could offer up video games. Mm-hmm. We'll see if anybody wants to chime in on that. Um, you know, best meme might be a funny one. Oh, best meme. Ooh. Best meme might be a funny one. Oh well, with all the Trumpisms, uh, everything you know, just off the start of the year and yeah, so and I wa- on. I want to say I appreciate the fact that this has not gone deep into the Trump and yeah, 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 space. Yeah. So. I'd be happy to, you know, best meme, I think, is a good way yeah, yeah, to perhaps yeah. introduce that. But I'd be willing <clears throat> to say, like, best moment of the political space. Sure, sure, sure. All right? Yeah. Because we've talked so much about it, best moment of- Ken Bone. <laughs> best political moment. Sure, yeah. Um, uh, what else? Anything else that we should include in- uh, and. Listeners can certainly send us other categories they would like to consider. Um, But minimally, if we do movies, TV shows, video games, meme, political moment, and then stuff from the podcast. Best technology, best gadget. I had tech. Let's Um, do do something with tech, yeah. So the best tech story or best tech thing yeah, yeah, yeah. of 2016. That's and I would say it doesn't have to be in an, it, it, I would say it doesn't even have to be like a new gadget or something. It could be like, like something I would like to talk about in the next one is like the explosion of ransomware or something like, like whatever you think the biggest tech story. Yeah. It could be the hack of the DNC. Like it could be what's an, the biggest tech story of 2016. It could be an app. It could <clears throat> yeah. be a story. It could be yeah, a device. Yeah, yeah. I like could, that. Yeah. I mean, that's a very broad topic. Broad's uh, good, though. What else? What else? Anything else that we should think about with respect to categories? That's all I I think I have. All right. Well, yeah. we're, we're pretty well exhausted there. So, um, listeners, we're asking you: chime in with your favorites, nominate your favorites in those categories: movies, TV shows, video games, technology. Meme, political moment, and then stuff from our podcast. And, and if technology you wanna, moment. Did you say that? I did. I okay, did. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, podcast. Well, could I, be I do think we things. should say as a separate thing, just because it's so dedicated to the podcast, best transition moment. I, I think it needs to be its own category. Transformation moment. Okay. I, I, I do believe that needs to be its own, because that's the whole point of this podcast. <laughs> that needs to be its own moment. Okay, best Dion moment. <laughs> and best Dion moment. Okay, best Which Dion is probably going to be transition moment, but... We'll, we'll post these, by the way, if anybody cares. We yeah. will post the categories that we have that we would love to have your nominations. Mm-hmm. We will post them on the website when we post this podcast, so you will have them. But to recap, movies, TV shows, video games, technology, meme, political moment, Dion moment, transformation moment, and then... Anything else podcast related? If you if you have anything, uh, that's like ten categories. We got Sounds plenty good. of categories. Sounds good. Um, if there's another category you want us to consider, we will, and we will take all of your nominations, and we do not guarantee that they will be considered on the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but we will listen to them. Please chime in. Um, so the 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 last thing, and you brought up ransomware, so I won't mention it. A very very quick rundown before we. Uh, before we close out here, um, Oracle apparently is targeting Java users. I saw oh, yeah, that. That's, that's scary. One, yeah. So, Dan. Yeah. So let's let's uh, let's dump Java. Let's Tomcat's no longer our future. Okay. Sure. No Tomcat. No Java. Yep. We're Port moving it on. all, baby. Port it. Port it. Uh, kill them. Kill kill Oracle. There's no need. But for if Oracle. you looked at it, it wasn't. I mean, it was it was like if you. It was API. If you implemented yeah. or used the rich tools, yeah, 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 yeah. it was. It a was. Big deal. We'd that, be that's safe. That's okay. It's still slimy. Let's let's. Dump it's Oracle. very slimy, but it's it's, it's extremely I mean, it's, slimy. Yeah. We're we're safe, but it might be like, oh, do we need to move off this tool type mo- moment? Well, I you mean, know? like I, you know, just <laughs> it made like, me read just the like Microsoft <laughs> yeah. of years, 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 years ago, where you know somebody had an illegal floppy. You know, don't copy that yeah. floppy campaign of Microsoft <laughs> Word, and and Microsoft was like suing the whole company for millions of dollars. Um, this, I mean, this it it starts small and it, you know, and and it takes a little while, and it usually ends with the 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 the, the suing company to kind of say, okay, maybe we overreached. The music industry went through this. Oh, let's yeah. let's let's sue all these Napster users. Well, I think it speaks to where Oracle is in or, as an organization. I think well, yeah, they, they're not growing desperate. naturally. Yes. They're yes. not growing naturally. So they're like, holding as tight yeah. as they can to yeah, whatever yeah, they totally. have. I a hundred percent agree with that. Yeah, and and this is just another example of that. And mm-hmm. you know what? Fuck them. Yeah. I'm sorry. The, I mean, yeah. this is not what Sun intended when they not at all put Java out there. Nope. So, nope. Um, you know, sure, Oracle has the right. I'm not going to n- deny them that. All right, but uh, is it? You know what? This is rapid. This is ra- we're done. We're, we're done. done. We're done with the Oracle conversation. Uh, the next one, um, I don't know if you guys saw this one posted, but apparently Rush Limbaugh is now warning that lesbian farmers are going to take over the world. Have I'm, you seen I'm this? all for that. That probably means more yeah. vegetarian restaurants. Uh, I'm all for that. <laughs> Says the vegetarian. Rapid fire, go. <laughs> it's it's insane, right? I mean, fine. Why would that? But also, why would that make you afraid? If they go, lesbian farmers are going to take over the world, who goes, well, fuck, not under my watch. 
<laughs> like, who cares if lesbian farmers no, no, are no, making no. your? It's your... a political move, Sean. Yeah. The 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 rural world is conservative, and yeah. if lesbian farmers, the, if the government, if Obama's government. Yeah puts lesbian farmers out there in the rural space, then you know what? We're going to have a Democratic president, and we yeah. can't have that. And we'll only have, like, uh, all they breed is, like, pumpkin candles, and they don't do... <laughs> now you're stereotyping. Yeah. Now you're over... The, as are you with the vegetarianism. Yeah. yeah. Lesbians eat meat. Come on. Sure they do. They totally do. Uh, now, They're not vegan, Not though. that way, Dan. Oh, that was bad. Um... <laughs> Next topic, uh, very quickly, apparently there's a club in Chicago that had a wonderful charitable approach to making sure that people have what they need at the holiday time, buy a lap dance with a toy. So you, you bring Toys a toy. Toys at a stripper club? You bring a toy mm-hmm. to the lap dance and they Bring will take toy, your toy, and oh, boom, yeah. you're all in on a lap dance. This is a positive thing, is it not? The, this is progress. If you, if Definitely I'm encouraging everybody in Chicago to go to the. This Admiral, is what I'll say though. What yes. I mean, what kind of toys are I we may. talking about it's here? If I may, it has to be an unwrapped toy, and it's funny. Every bars do this all the time. Like, bring in an unwrapped toy. First beer is on us. Unwrapped toys. How many dildos do they get? Are much more expensive <laughs> than people realize. <laughs> like a lap dance is probably cheaper oh, than absolutely. an unwrapped toy. But I love that they're all doing this and helping people <laughs> have a Merry Christmas. So I like. But uh, I can buy. Do I have a criticism? A toy no. And say it's for Toys for Tots and go to this place. Yeah, you can. Yeah. And hand it easier than I can perhaps hand them money. And oh, that's true. Like funnel it just so it's off the grid. Where you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened? I gave and then your money, your honey? wife is just like, yes. why did you buy fifteen GI Joes? <laughs> <laughs> they had the kung fu grip. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that we're not seeing here at Christmas for our <laughs> older children. You know? It, yeah, it's for the kids. It's yes. yeah. I give them to homeless kids on the way home. You know? <laughs> yeah. All right. I thought that was an amusing article. It is. It is. Um, and then we're going to talk ransomware, so we're not going to get into uh, the the subject of like the uh, um, extortion that you can present to your friends. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll talk about that on another podcast. Yeah, let's do that next week. Yeah, All yeah, right, yeah. That's fair. So um, this has been the Worldwide IT guys. I think it's probably a good time to wrap, unless you guys have anything else. Wrap it up. I appreciate everybody. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Uh, happy holidays. Send in those uh, favorites. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Did did Hanukkah happen? Did I miss it? No, it, it, it is simul. Oh, simul it's thing. simul this time around. Yeah. Thank you. So yeah. happy Hanukkah for those of you that are uh, participating. Um, uh, Ramadan's not this month. No, that was like in yeah, June yeah. or something. Okay, yeah. so do enjoy your holiday, and we will look forward to catching you in a couple of weeks we're going to take a week off uh unless i can get emily to perhaps put together an, a best of episode emily that's you um thanks very much take it easy bye oh bye. worldwide it guys on twitter and www.itguys.com check <laughs> check www.itguys.com for those categories for best of 2016 that's something everybody should do and, that's a good and idea more, you know more porno spam it's always welcome. I get that. I don't need more of that. I'm good. Thanks. Uh, take it easy. Bye.
My thank you guys very much. That was fun. Uh, another good round. It was. With three of us. And you told Ark it was only going to be 27 minutes.